0: The Red Room Theater, episode 122, Candyman. Welcome. Welcome. To the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We are your hosts, Ernesto Lanis. And Antonio Moreno. And every single month we look at one of the movies to help raise us up. Well, that movie raised us right, raised us wrong, only it is Halloween. And on Halloween, we talk about how the movie raised us afraid. And for today's, this month's fear movie, we're looking at the original 1992 Candyman. And we have a treat for you guys out there on podcast land. For our first time ever, we are recording this live. <laughs> so you can listen to this like you normally do on a podcast. Or you can go to our brand new YouTube channel and watch this Halloween special live. And we're going to see how it goes. We are recording this. It's our custom at Halloween to, to record these in, in spooky old churches. We have this old theory. This is not my theory or your theory. This is Johnny Short's yeah, theory. Yeah, this is... Told to us by a youth pastor. What was his theory, dude? That a church without the people is, uh, what, just an empty building? What? What was his? He said, so the church without people is nothing. It's nothing special. It's not sacred. And his theory was that the enemy would try to, like, blanket it with, like, awfulness. So when Christians came in, it would, like, suck the life out of them. So he will believe that a church was the worst place to be during the week when there were no people. there. Oh, yeah, yeah, J- by his experience, that was. I him. wish he was here to tell that story. Someday we'll get him to tell us that story. Next after. Halloween, Johnny, you're going to be on this show telling that story. That's a great story. <laughs> um, so, the movie Candyman released October sixteenth, nineteen ninety-two. So it's a Halloween. Came out right for Halloween. Yeah. 77% Rotten Tomatoes, directed by a guy named Bernard Rose. That's not bad. for. That's poor. real good. Yeah. Bernard Rose, the only movie I know from him that's actually, like I've seen, is Immortal Beloved. Is that the Leslie Nielsen movie? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what is of, that one? Um, Dracula Dead and Loving It? <laughs> <laughs> what parody is that movie? Dude, it's Keanu <laughs> movie? No, Immortal Beloved is not a Dracula film. It's not... Oh. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Immortal Beloved is the Beethoven film with Gar- It's the right guy. It's um it's uh what's his name? It's Drexel. It's Gary Oldman? It's Gary Oldman. I was gonna say Gary Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want Willis? Uh, but it's uh Gary Oldman playing Beethoven. It's a crazy movie. I'll- Immortal beloved. Immortal beloved. What's the what's the um wasn't there a Mozart one? That's um Amadeus. <laughs> 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 and that's not Gary Oldman, that's thinking um uh, Macy Gray? No, that's not Macy Gray. What's that? What old guy? F. Marie Abraham. I was close. Macy Gray. <laughs> that was close. Um. So, um, the plot of this film's very. It's it's okay. The plot. Some movies are all plot, and some movies are how this movie's told, how the story's told. Candyman. The plot is a a grad student mm-hmm. is doing her thesis on urban legends. And while studying like, Urban. And while studying the Candyman legend, she gets pulled into the story. Yeah. That's the plot. But the way it's told is masterful. So a cast is very small. A lot of horror movies are not based on the actors, actresses. But there's some couple uh, good mentions. Virginia Madden as Madsen. Madsen as Helen Lyle. Is it Madden or madden It's Madsen, you're right. Virginia Madsen. Okay. I liked her in The Prophecy with Christopher Walken. I liked her in Sideways. She was good in Sideways. Yeah. That's a great Paul Giamatti film. Um, and, she, and so she, in this film, she's great. She has to play someone who's going through unbelievable things. And as you watch the film, you're still thinking and wondering, is this really happening? Mm-hmm. There's moments you're like, maybe she's just crazy. Then You're like, nah, this is really happening, yeah. Um, but she does a great job of the woman who's trying to keep her hands on sanity as she goes through this nightmare, and, sh- and as she's on this journey, she's being belittled by people. And that dinner, dude, dude, mm. so and her man don't stick up for her, nothing. What is he? He's a professor, yeah, he's a professor, yeah, and she's a grad student, okay. She's, a, she's, a, she's a, not a grad, she's a She's like going for a doctorate. So she's like, yeah. you know, so. Are you, think, you think you're think you going to do that one day? I don't want to, man. I don't want to go for but Listen, for my master's degree, I already got to do this test. So I finish all my credit hours. Maybe I got to do a test. It's like a 15-hour test. You do it in three pieces. And each piece can be on any of the classes you took for your grad program. It could be a class I took three years ago. And you got to, be able to recall that information and do an essay style Exam to show you've mastered the material I don't want to go beyond that Forget that Yeah, that's nuts So You also have Tony Todd as the Candyman. Is that his real voice? I don't know You see Lean On Me He barely talks in Lean On Me Yeah, but He just stands here Six foot three Looking yeah, tough and strong He's dope Tony Todd he's, he's amazing His voice in this is Is haunting He was in The Crow Yes, he is in the crow. Yeah. He's also. I wrote down. He's also. He's leaning me. He's. He's in the rock. He's in the rock. He's the Rocket Man. Oh, that's right. He's the fool that kills Ed O'Neal. Or yeah, Ed, o, uh, Ed O'Neill. Yeah, he kills Ed O'Neill. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Ed O'Neill. <laughs> he kills Al Bundy, that's dude. Up. Four <laughs> touchdowns, in one game, dude. Poke guy forever. <laughs> um, sticky he kills. He kills. Uh, that's right. The Rock. Wasn't and he's also there. in Final Destination. He's great in that. Been a long time since I've seen that. He he does a lot of horror movies, a lot of B movies, because of his working here in Candyman. But his voice is haunting. That just yeah. Helen. Helen. Like I can't even do the, the, the deep bass he's got. Yeah, he should have a radio show. When he first speaks for her, dude. You, I was, well, it's so scary because she gets hypnotized by it, and she's like, she the. She can't fight it at all. And he just takes her. And oh he says the word, give yourself to yes. him. Yes. That line he goes to over and over again. He, he he will not take her. She must give herself to him. Okay, so randomly I want to still shout out is that Sam Rainey's brothers in this movie. Sam Raimi's brother, Ted Raimi. Remember when she's interviewing the she, girl, she tells a story about the babysitter, has the guy come over, and they're making out, and she says in the mirror, she says the words. Mm-hmm. That's Ted Raimi. It's Sam Raimi's brother from from uh, The Michigan. boyfriend? The boyfriend with the black really? hair. Really? Yeah. Anyways, so. That's wild. Here's how the movie breaks down. She's researching this stinking uh, urban legend, and the urban legend is very simple. It takes place on Cabrini Green in Chicago, a place that does not exist anymore. Cabrini Green is gone wiped off the face of the map doesn't face of the map doesn't exist anymore but she has heard this legend and it's basically the bloody mary legend i heard as a child yes you go into like a bathroom Mm -hmm. you look in any mirror any mirror and you say his name five times and he'll come why would you do that and the opening scene is her interviewing someone who heard from... It's always a friend of a friend. That's yeah. urban Legends, always a friend of a friend. And they tell you, and you believe it. Like, there are stories in Waterford and in St. Olin County of random things that happened. Ghost stories we heard. Mm-hmm. Like, because a friend of a friend. I knew a guy who knew a guy. And you believe that crap, dude. You believe it. And so she's... Her whole thesis is just studying urban legends where they come from, how they affect the people. And she just starts like going down this rabbit trail and starts finding things that don't make sense. Like the movie even gives you an out. There's a drug dealer who kind of took the persona of Candyman mm-hmm. to make himself more scary. And you think, okay, this is what it is. It this guy who took a hook to pretend he was this Candyman character and... That's all it was. And then the movie's like, no, no, no. And it ratchets it up. When she disproves Candyman is when he's got to come. Because basically he's like, you have destroyed. My believers don't believe in me. Yeah. And you've taken away my power. I must now do horrifying things to make people believe in me again. Well, he's going to take her and use her and ruin her to bring his glory back. To the hood so everyone fears mm. him and so the that's that's the story is it just the pacing is wonderful so you speak, and from the opening scene the music that menacing it just going over the rivers of chicago from the moment i pushed play in this movie my skin was crawling i haven't seen this film in 20 years came out in 92 right so oh, 92 man, I just, every year i watch. oh 2 12 30 years i've seen this film okay This film scared me. Well, you're not. You don't watch this stuff. As you always say, Halloween is your Christmas. Yes, it is. You already saw. You saw Halloween Kills, didn't you? In the theater? Not yet. You didn't go see it yet. Don't get me started. No. (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't mean you to fight, dude. No, I haven't. Okay. I I, will. I thought you were going to see it. Like, okay. Sorry. 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 I was going to. Your face. -hmm. (laughs) They can see your face now, dude. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you love so you watching you watch you watching the new string creep show right now. Yeah, you're watching yeah. horror movies every week every week all through October. Yeah, you I've, love it. Well, I've got Shutter, and they always release you know a bunch of old stuff. And right now on the Movies That Raised You show, movies that raised us. You ever yeah, watched that on Netflix? Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween. There's a bunch of new ones right now. Someone That's great, yeah, man. Sweet. So. I watched okay, so Candyman Starts, and I want to go out with the two things that scared me the most with this movie. So how this movie made us afraid, how it scared us as kids. First, I can't do the thing. It's the story. I, I What, the mirror? I can't do it. I ain't doing that. I can't go in a bathroom. Now, for us, it was not Candyman. That was made up for this movie. First of all, the bathroom at the church office is horrible. Because the mirror is directly across from the toilet. (laughs) You're like, (laughs) Candyman. Oh, shoot, dude. When we were kids, it was Bloody Mary. Yes. I remember being at a cousin party, and they were going to do that in the bathroom. We were in (laughs) Dallas. We were in Dallas! And it was, who was it, Natalie? Natalie. It was... I forget what set of cousins were there. I don't know if Zach was there. I don't remember if Zach was there. <clears throat> was Ryan and Eric there? Probably not. Uh, our tall cousin, a girl with the dark hair, um, Natalie and her. It was always Natalie and the other girl were always a tag team, always together. Oh, Chrissy. Yeah, Chrissy was there. Yeah. And they were gonna go in the. Bathroom, they loved scary stuff, and they were like, they they were gonna go there, do it, and they had candles lit in the bathroom. Yeah. I couldn't go in there. Heck no. They well, they me- were making you go by yourself. And say it. Yeah. Dude, I couldn't then. <laughs> I couldn't do this. Did you hear that? I think I just touched the, the, the table. I, I heard somebody knocking. I think I just touched the table wrong. <laughs> uh, just so you know, we are on the east side of Flint in a bad, well, not the best area. <laughs> we're pretty close to Peppermint Lounge. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, crap. So, okay, so, I have never looked in the mirror said her name three times. Okay, was she three? Bloody Mary was three. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I thought Bloody Mary was, like, six. I, I do, it was Because three. I remember it's, if it's only three, you're not gonna, the anticipation, you're not gonna build up. Are you sure it was three? I didn't do one. <laughs> Dude, I know, like, I just, I believe in God. I believe this in Jesus Christ. I ain't going to that bathroom and say it. Play Mary three times, dude. Like, there was other games. There was like, You ever play the game, Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board? <laughs> what? 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 Okay, speaking of Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board. What? That's the one where you... Yes! Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> what? A buddy of mine told me that he did it. And they had his sister up in the air, and they freaked out, and somebody ran, and she was like, "Shmuck out!" <laughs> you got to remember, though, whether it's supernatural or not, we only use certain you know parts of our brain, And I heard that there's you know possible ways to make things elevate. Come on, I'm dude. I'm telling you, man. Look at all these crazy magicians. That's mostly illusion. It's Whatever, most... man. It's a... Stiff as a board, light as a feather, dude. If you've seen that happen, would you freak? Dude, I'd run screaming from the room. Yeah, and then they'd be like, "Splagoosh!" <laughs> it might have been me, it like. That'd be so funny. <laughs> so, because of this, I have never... I mean, this movie made me afraid that the stories... There's something behind them that I don't want to know. And so, my whole life, uh, Stiff as a... Light as a feather... Bloody Mary, um, Ouija board, never touched any of that stuff. Never touched. I just read a story. I, just, I told you, I read I the whole college the other day. I was reading a story in the bright light of day on my deck. I was reading it for a missions class. And this missionary told a story how the older kids, they were high schoolers who were living in boarding schools because missionaries would often go overseas to Asia. And the missionary kids, would missionary parents, the other kids to a, a boarding school where they, learned, they could be with other American children, and learn western education okay so they're you're in china going to a school living on campus so there's a college for high school kids and the old they all lived in these dorms and there's like so four rooms and a, and a shared common room and the older kids decided to do ouija books they wanted to be cool and they couldn't get one because they were in america so they made one out of cardboard and used a bottle cap they used to do the letters did you tell me this i, t- I think i called that i tell you this so the guy tells a story. He's telling, a bottle cap? A bottle cap for the letters, okay? And he said they started playing with it, and it started moving, spelling crap. And they said they tried to take the bottle cap off the cardboard. It would not come off. And they said, like, every night they felt compelled to go back to it and play with it more. They couldn't stop. Finally, he said he, as an underclassman, he, started, he ratted him out to the, the pastor and I can't come in there and like clean the house and get it out of there, dude. I read that, and I was like, forget this crap, dude. When did this happen? This is a guy. Was 20 oh, when he ago. was a kid. When he was, he was in high school. He was a missionary oh, guy. Oh, my gosh. They had cardboard and a pop cap, and they said that thing took on a life of its own. I'm like, screw that, dude. I ain't touching it. In China? In, in China. Just There's all kinds of scary stuff in China. So all I'm saying is a movie like Candyman reinforced to me as a kid. Don't don't knock on these doors. Yeah. Don't play with this crap because Tony Todd answers the door. I'm saying I I saw this movie. I watched this movie here at the church. And I'm by myself. And It's all creaky and old and scary. What you it on your phone? No, I had my iPad. It was a bigger screen. And Why I, did you watch it here? Cuz Angie was a- Angie was sleeping at home. I didn't want to bother her and be like, "Oh, ah! I don't <laughs> ah! want to scare her." So, movie ends. I turn it off. I'm just you know, like, like I'm scared. I'm scared. I, I, I put all my stuff away, and I'm if I walk out this door and walk out the church door, and there's a guy walking by and it's the trench coat, I'm dead, dude. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm dead, dude. I'm I'm I'm, <laughs> dude, I'm a dead man, dude. <laughs> so this movie, so, so the thing with that stuff is, I love it until something like happens, and then I'm the biggest wuss, like. And then, like, the next day, that was amazing. But when it's happening, like, sometimes I'll watch a movie and it'll get over and I know I gotta sleep. I can't even watch that stuff at night. Before you go to bed in your apartment alone. I watch it all night and I'll go to bed and I'll wake up during the witching hour, always. I couldn't even watch that three minute short with the lights. That's when you know somebody's a good uh, horror movie filmmaker. Three minutes scary. I send it. What's it called? Lights, lights out. Lights. Check it out. Woo! Three minutes. And you're like, I can handle three minutes. Minute 30 and you're like, oh my God. He's like, pause. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Minute and a half. And your son said he can handle it. I'm like, no, you can't. He thought dude, I would, it would kill his life forever. Lights on, just straight up lights on, dude. Night, night light is the lights. So this movie scared me for the legends, but it also scared me about the streets. One of the scariest things with this movie is the setting. It's set in Cabrini-Green, which is the slums of Chicago. Which was across the street from your college. It was, dude. Here's the story about Cabrini-Green. Back in the 50s, you already had the hood, right? But Chicago, the hood was getting too full. So they were, what do we do with all these people moving into Chicago? Because during the 50s, a lot of, like, um, those people from the South, a lot of African Americans were moving north to the American cities, to Detroit, to Flint, to Chicago, New York. Like, before this time, like, the poor kids in Chicago were mostly white until all the African Americans moved up into these cities because there was jobs, industry, you know, Industrial mm-hmm. Revolution, the, the car auto plants, all that stuff. So all this influx of, of black people are coming into the city. Like, you know what we should do? We should just build. We don't want to put the... Listen, there was racist in a way we don't understand back then. Chicago was like, we don't want to put the blacks around us. Let's go to their slums, just build them up. So they went to the already slummy areas and just built these massive towers. Like 20 stories. And so we'll just, and they said, oh, we'll build them awesome. It'll be a great place to live. And they just put thousands of people in these in these buildings. And that became Cabrini Green, and it was the hood. It is a dangerous, dangerous place. And this movie, there's a scene where she goes there by herself, which is you're watching this white, that's insane, educated woman who's never been anywhere near that world walk in there. You're like, what are you doing? I was scared just seeing her go near the hood because you don't like that. You don't belong in that world. You don't know that world, and they know you don't belong here. The way you're dressed, the way you walk, the way you talk—you are not part of this life. The setting was fantastic. Like just being in those hallways—it's like this is what they filmed. The extras, perfect. Like they, it's like they were there. They had people from there. Oh, they. It, it was like when she went through the mirror, and went into that apartment, that was insane. Dude, you have to watch the new Candyman. Holy crap. Now, in the new Candyman, are they, Cabrini Green's already gone, isn't it? Yeah, well, they're living on Cabrini Green. They're living where it used to be. Where, now it's, uh, uh, what do Condos you and high rises. Yeah, it's, um. Yeah, now it's, um, gentrified? Yes, it's all white. They have, like, coffee shops and yeah. little, like, diners and cafes. It's all gentrified now. Mm. Which is why they tore it all down so they could that, that was such prime real estate. When I first went to Moody, Moody was kind of in a bad part of town. I remember my first month there, this is a cop um, shot a kid. A kid stabbed a cop with a knife, like, right? stabbed him right, like, uh, not, the, the vest ended, hit him in his arm, the cop pulled his gun out and shot the kid right in the face. Like, 17-year-old. Dude! The community was, they said, you should have shot him in the arm or the leg. Come at me with a knife. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't care where you put it. Listen, that's, so that's what happened. So there's a huge protest. And the police station was kitty Corner from Moody Bible Institute. The police was right there. So everyone's protesting the police station. So there's all these African-Americans and Mexicans all down there protesting the police station, right? And Moody's like, do not go outside. Do not go to the grocery store. Stay on campus tonight. I looked around. I was like. I can, go wherever, I can go wherever I want. So I walked out. No one gave a rip because I was thinking in camouflage, baby. <laughs> oh, you naked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Being not white that day was yeah. huge. But listen, that station moved. And across from Moody now, luxury high rises. Moody, the land Moody owns has all become worth a fortune because the Gold Coast extended past us. It gentrified around the school. So the school that they own, they could sell for a fortune if they wanted to. They got a lot of real estate. They own a lot of land over there. They already sold a piece for big money, dude. Just a little piece of the parking lot they sold. So Cabrini Green. That's like. like <sighs> How long has Moody been there? Oh, over 100 years, yo. Straight Ding. up. 1850, something like that. What? Straight up. Just like them high rises. <laughs> I was in Chicago. And we were warned. Uh, there's areas that are dangerous. Be careful. Be you know. And they even said the word Cabrini Green. But, you know, I had not seen the movie in twenty years, so I just forgot what it was. And so one day I'm out walking with a ministry crew out through Cabrini to go do ministry at a at a inner city impacts um, nonprofit. We're walking. I'm looking around these buildings. I'm like, I've seen this before in some kind of movie. And you know, you're trying to play something. Mm. So I'm just walking through. As you're in the middle of it. And we're walking through, and it's still there's fences, there's empty lots. You know how it just, it just, it's just a bombed out neighborhood. And it clicks what I know it from. I know it from Candyman. And dude, fear filled my heart. I bet. And it wasn't the fear of the neighborhood, it was a fear of the monster who I'm lived Tony there. Todd. I'm telling you, I was afraid that he was still there, dude. Like, I read, he art- still is. I was reading articles all week about uh, Greeny Green. They said Candyman, like, helped the nation think it could be green worse than it was like so, people saw uh, Candyman like I play socks <laughs> like, so even people that lived there were like oh. <laughs> well dude d- didn't they have like fencing on the balconies dude, all that stuff was there like you saw those, uh, those houses it was uh, all the there's kids playing there that's what it was dude oh my gosh it's, what was that movie with Keanu Reeves where he's the baseball, the baseball ball one ball. hardball did you watch that I have not seen it that the, all these kids are in Cabrini-Green. They're all trying not to be in gangs and trying to do positive stuff. So we... Oh. We grew up in Flint, but we didn't grow up in a place where... Like, Flint didn't have a lot of people like Chicago has. Cabrini-Green was like where we lived if it was stacked up high in the air. Yeah. With no... Like, we, we had a yard. We had a yard. We had... We can go run and play in a neighborhood. Imagine you're in a concrete jungle stacked up to the heavens. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Imagine all the things you'd hear every day in the apartments next to you. Just the yelling. The, dude, it'd be insane! And that's Cabrini-Green. And this movie... Judgment Night. Judgment Night. Do they go through Cabrini-Green? They very well may. Because that's Chicago. That's, that very well may be Cabrini-Green again. <sighs> so, this movie, is a young kid watching it, It made me afraid. It made me more afraid of all the legends, and there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them, dude. I've heard legends of cars, like ghost cars on certain streets. I've heard, you know, all the legends your friends tell you, right? Shoe trees. The shoe tree. All those things stay in your head. I'm scared of them, dude, to this day, because this movie. Um, do you have any? What that you did? Urban Legends, I, I, I never did any of the Urban Legends, not a one. Not, I think the night that they did that stinking Bloody Mary, I might have gone to the bathroom and they closed the door and I was in there alone with the candles and didn't say a word. Because I didn't want them to make fun of me for being a coward. But I was going to say nothing. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, There's no way. I'm looking, I look at that mirror and saw the lights and I'm like... Dude, in the movie, there's a one part where she's like, I can call him. And she says the name five times And he doesn't come, and he's like, whatever, all of a sudden, dude, and he's... That was crazy. That was disgusting. The grunts he was making when he was going deep in that dude's spine, bro. That movie is... And then he cuts her stinking restraints off, so it looks like she killed him. Which, how could she do that? That was nuts. The way the movie plays is she goes there, she's interviewing people... This movie, what Candyman does, will leave the anything else that made you afraid about this movie. Anything about this movie that made you afraid that you were a kid? Any other fears this movie instilled in you? Being in a stink being a kid in a bathroom by yourself, like a public bathroom, where the kid's seen Candyman, and the the one kid's telling her the story about what happened to the kid. That was the scariest thing ever. No coming back from that. No, better off dead. That's what he said. Better off dead. Better off dead. dead. It was floating in the toilet. That bathroom, I would never, ever go in that bathroom. Try being a truck driver. You should see some of the midnight craps I had to take (laughs) in the stinking pickle park bathrooms, bro. Pickle park? What's pickle park? (laughs) What's Pickle Park? Dude? Don't tap your foot in the stall, bro. You ever seen Dumb and Dumber? That's Pickle Park. I've had... I've literally been sitting there dropping a bomb and a head pops up. What the... <laughs> no! Yes! Just not, they think you're there for something else? D- they just want to look at you. No! Yes! Talk about being vulnerable. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm about to kill this fool. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh! It, it got, dude. I've been in some places so bad that I literally almost bought an umbrella just to. <laughs> dude, no, there's no way. Yes, people poke up to watch you poop. Yes, they just nasty mugs. It's it's a jungle out there, man. I, I'm telling you, you see as a, as a truck driver going across the country, and you. You When you got to go, you got to go. It don't, whatever. I mean, it's been so bad. I leave the truck with a bottle of water and come back with one sock. I mean, you got to go. But if you, if there's a bathroom to use. You got to use it. You got to use it. And the worst invention they've ever made was the half stall. What's a half stall? You ever seen that? No. What's a half stall? When you walk in and you're literally, the stall's chest high. You just walk and go and just sit down. So literally, if somebody comes to one that you're in, they literally look at you. you never seen that? Why would someone make a half stall? Save money. You've never seen the half stalls? Where in America is there a half stall? One on stinking, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, 75, the ones by Dixie Highway. They got half stalls in there. In the rest area? Yes. Shut your mouth. Go up in there and take a poop. No. <laughs> and you'd <he'd> be like, <laughs> Look at me, fool. <laughs> so, this movie, it's a horror movie. But think about horror movies that people don't realize. Horror movies often tackle bigger issues. Mm-hmm. Like the original uh, Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. That ending is so crazy. That, that, that movie is like making a statement. Because the move that black guy survives so the whole what year movie. Is that? That's, that's black and white still. Yeah. Survives the whole night. And the cops comes He's like, I'm saved. He runs out there. And the cops shoot him down, dude. Shoot him dead. That movie making a statement about race. This movie also, very subtly, is talking about p- p- poverty and wealth. Mm-hmm. Talking about black and white in America. And it doesn't beat your head over the head with it. It doesn't, like, trying to make you feel bad. It's just trying to say, just put a little spice on it. It's straight up, like, saying, there's a difference in the world. Just you know, difference in the world. And there's a great scene. She, she says, this building I live in was supposed to be part of Cabrini Green. Because of the mirror. She goes, She goes, um, be, but they realized there was no natural barrier to the Gold Coast. There was no highway blocking it off. And Cabrini, there's a highway blocking it off from the main, the Gold Coast. And she says, because this, 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 this building, they decided to make it into nice condos for rich people. And if you notice, watch the movie, the layout of her apartment and the layout of the lady who has the baby. The same. It's the exact same apartment. You realize. That's why she knew she could go into the next one. Right. Because she did it in her own place. Mm -hmm. And that single scene, seeing how hers was so beautiful and so nice and like the elevators and then seeing it's its like doppelganger in the poor Mm. world. It was literally like hers was Arnold Schwarzenegger and the other ladies was Danny DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was the twins thing. It was cr- like, that's all the crap. This is all the good stuff. So the place she had could be made good yes. if you invest money in it. And apparently it was Daly who built Cabrini Green. Richard, uh, uh, Richard M. Daly, who's like a famous Chicago mayor, who was like mafiaed up crazy. Like all the jokes about about like Chicago and the stinking uh, the builders being mafioso. Daly was he owned the city of Chicago. And he just didn't, he, he was like, put it in Cabrini. As it like, stays there, we don't care. That was his whole policy. it stays there, we don't care. And they finally tore it down in 2000. They tore all the buildings down in 2000, 2010. They tore them all down and now it's gentrified. There's almost no sign it ever even existed. What do they do with all the people? They said, here's some money. Go find another place to live. The apartment complex right down here, right across, right down the backyard. Yeah. It's that times 100. The one that burnt down? The one they, they condemned and made everyone leave? Yeah. It's like that times a hundred. Oh, okay. Imagine all those hundreds of families, maybe even thousands of families just forced, go find a place to live, here's some cheese money, you're out. And not even, the, the, the panels aren't worth, it. i not worth yeah. a lot. So here's like five grand, go find a place to live. It was brutal, dude. Cheese. But in this movie, some of the, the, the cultural things, there was the this apartment, then there's that one scene that it's a look, the actress who plays the baby's mama, one actress. She has very little, little time. The part she says to the white lady, to Virgin Madsen, she goes, whenever white folks come down here, they cause trouble. And Virgin Madsen says, well, we didn't mean, you know, we, we don't mean to do that. And she gives her a look. Like, I know you don't mean to, yeah. but you do. And that look, that little look, I was like, Ooh, like I felt the sting of it. It was a good look. dude. That was like a, she's in the new one. She's in the new and one? she looks exactly the same. It's unbelievable. How's that possible? That was 30 years ago. I mean, we've already done the math. <laughs> She's in it. She's got a very important role in it. Is the baby actually the same person? It's, it's, it's a same character, not the same actual actual baby, is it? There ain't no spoilers on this show. Okay, Is this what happens in the movie that our audience probably hasn't seen yet? Okay, okay. But Why don't we tell them how Squid Game ends too? I'm not, dude, dude. There's a line in the, in the how she said, when the lady, when Regina died in her, alone her in her bathroom, they called 911 and nobody came. And here in the city of Flint, that's the way it plays too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you call if you, How long did it take the cops to get here after you called because the church was broken into? Dude, it was 10 hours later. It's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> and that ain't bad. At least it was the same day. I'm, I'm saying. Was that Flinttown when the cops came to that house? And he's like, I called you yesterday. Like, that was Flinttown. Dude. But I live in a nice neighborhood in the city. So if I call in my neighborhood, I usually get the police to say, like within two hours, I'll get a police car. Because I live in a nice area to try to keep that area really nice. Dude, the, the stuff in that, like that, in that scene, the stuff about race, it's, again, it's not pushing it hard. But it's there and it has a little bit of bite. Even watching it now, I'm like, man. The new one pushes real hard. I heard it. it, it, it it's not subtle in the new one. It's not subtle. No. At all. It's like, oh, it's, it's, like the, it's the main point. Yeah. It's like very overt in your face. People didn't like it because of that. Some people said, I don't like this because it's so overt. Oh, me and Steph were sitting next to a white couple. And they were not entertained by a lot of it. Oh, I was like, hmm. Next talking point. What man... Brings his mistress to his wife's funeral. He brings his little undergrad girlfriend. He's dating what? A 19-year-old? And he's cheating on her the whole time, right? The whole movie is cheating on her. And that poor girl thinks he's got her back. He's coming home late. And the way she's flirting with them, you know he's he's and that's a joke that professors love with their undergrad students for grades. It's like mm. a whole like joke in colleges. First of all, if my wife kills her best friend in our living room, I'm moving. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. I'm not just going to repaint. Like, you know what? Make the, yeah. Let's spruce this up. We'll paint it. You'll be with me. It'll be great. Your wife's in the stinking Dude, psych ward. The, I mean, imagine what they had to do with the carpet and the stinking floors. That was so much blood. Dude, it was. That body was blue. There was so much blood out of it. That was insane. That scene was brutal. Yeah. That was bad. What's, Crystal, in the movie. Doesn't he cut her or something so she can't talk? Yes. He puts <laughs> his hook behind her and, like, scrapes yep. along the back of her neck. Yep. Virginia Madsen is going to Kabini Green, researching a case of someone who died from the Candyman and trying to see what happened. She goes to the scene of the crime and she sees this artwork and there's, like, even, like, little tiny offerings left to the Candyman. It's scary. In the bathroom, says sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, su- like, oh, dude. And the drug dealer comes, who calls the Candyman, and has the hook, and he hits her, beats her, and they arrest him. And and she tells the little boy there is no Candyman; it's fake. And the very next, like like the next sequence, is her going to a car, and that, and the Candyman comes to her. Helen, you just, dude, that is so. That's man. when. You see the candy meds real. Yes. Because you tell them like, you don't have it. Telling him you got nothing. Uh, dude, stop looking behind you. You're freaking me out, dude. A cameraman, you looking behind himself. I'm like, stop doing that. This guy, well, At least we got headphones on. He's just standing out here. <laughs> oh, oh. At least we got one. Last time we did this, we, we were, were like, alone. We're gone. We, 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 we're we, leaving. We just ran out of the building. And then remember in that back, in that room though you couldn't see because the glass reflected the light there was a open door and there was like a something that was like short and i kept looking at it it might have been a trash can or something i kept looking at it thinking it was like a little dude <laughs> <laughs> so that guy is a dog oh yeah and his girlfriend like, at the end of the movie she's walking around like she's thinking like, wearing no underwear and he's all like think he's a 19 year old thing but he, then you feel, realize he's a human. He feels bad for what he's done. His wife is dead. He misses her. Holy. So, okay. Before I get all that far, she sees the Candyman starts going She sees he's talking to her. You've, you've told people I don't exist. They don't believe in me. I've lost my power. It's like now the innocent must suffer so that people will learn to fear again. She wakes up in Cabrini, covered in blood, Outside, there's a dog's that head. That was insane. You do, and People the, are screaming. There's, there's blood in the crib. Dude, it, that, um, you're, you don't know what's... She, she doesn't know what's happening. And we as the audience don't know what's happening. We, we're experiencing what she's experiencing. Which is great. That, 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 that was... That, and, you're like, and the question you think yourself, is she crazy? But then you realize later on, she's not. Then you see how fast that cop turned. He was went, all for She her. went from a victim to now you're a suspect he, in this crime. Like you're a customer Person of interest. Yep. And the way that that stinking big old butch cop is talking to her in the cell, dude. Oh, she's covered in blood. Can I take a shower? She's like, strip. You're like, oh. That is brutal. And then he starts. So the husband gets her. Yeah, bails her out. Brings her home. Candyman comes again. Comes right back for it, And her best friend comes over. And he takes her. And she's just there crying for No, don't come in. Don't come in. But she has no voice. Cause can any man cut her? And she goes to the mental hospital. That's and she's there for months. And finally, she's like, I'll give myself to you if you let this baby live. That scene with the bees, they really did. What, the bees on him? Yeah. Coming out of his mouth? Yeah. That's insane. I was reading... They bred. They came out of his mouth, G. They bred a, a species of bee just no for this stinger? movie. They took bees. They wanted to breed bees that looked big when they were immature, when they're still babies, so they didn't sting. So they bred bees that were full size but were still young. And couldn't sting? Well, the sting, you'd be like next to nothing, just feeling wise. What? And he, a hundred of them will feel like something. I'm sick, but he did it. He did First the sting. Of all, I'm gagging. <laughs> Like, uh, watching. He Always did. Always his mouth and bees ah, are coming out. Dude, it's... Oh ah. This is before. This whole movie is before uh, digital effects. So the Digital effects, effects would have ruined it. This movie holds up because everything is straight up yes, real. Yes. And I'm going to say it again. We are fans of prof- of um, in-camera, in-camera effects. What do you mean? In-camera. So it's not done on the computer later. It's, it's in-camera. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real-time. Real-time. Yeah. Dude, there's some scenes in the new Bond. Like some, like, stunts, car chase, that were done, just straight up done on camera. Dude, I have It no, makes it so good! I have no desire to see this movie. I've never been a big James Bond movie. Then don't see it. You don't have to. I'm just saying they It's filmed. supposed to be, like, the biggest movie of the year. I'm just saying... Did you see it? I loved it. Is it dope? I'm going tomorrow to the theater to watch Doom, baby! Why not just watch it on HBO Max? <laughs> <laughs> uh, because... <laughs> Will you look at me, fool? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that movie's made Some movies are made For the big screen How was uh, Rami Rami's great He's dude. I love him Did you know Movies is like our? We go there That's a place of peace I'm baby. joking okay. dude. And if I see a movie On HBO Max I'm like Answering the phone I'm taking a dump Like in the theater <laughs> In the theater i a dump in the theater, you hold it. You're like, this is an experience. I want to I feel That's it. why I'm against alcohol at the theater. Oh, well, that'll go right through you, won't it? What? You watch a, a long movie. You done had three margaritas. You're just like... Dude, margaritas at the theater cost a fortune. How much does it cost? At that, we went to that one place, and, and you, got a, you got a drink, and it cost a bunch. The one um down M59, or down 2359. We went there to the theater, and you got... Uh, um, imagine... Imagine, you gotta, how much that dude cost you, like a fortune? Like $9. Oh, that's not terrible. Yeah, it is. I don't know. I don't know what things cost. What if I drink five? That's like a lot of money. Yeah, it's stupid. Just go to the party store. Next door. Got <laughs> my pickle in a pouch. <laughs> you call it, you remember that? Pickleville, you call it Pickle Park. Pickle Park, bro. <laughs> that's the worst name of a place I've ever heard in my life, dude. Pickle Park. (laughs) Man, I'm draining my pickle. This movie is still great. It's amazing. You got anything to add? Tony Todd's incredible. He's amazing. Okay. The new one. Candyman 2 sucked. I didn't even watch it. Okay. This new one that you just made. The Crow 2 sucked. This new Candyman. Is it worth seeing? Yes. The new Candyman is... So good. It's so good. Is Tony Todd, they get him back or no? Listen. Like you can't, it's, it's, it's story points. Yes okay, yes. okay, don't say nothing then. Don't say nothing. His voice is so much a part of the character though. I will say... Don't give it away. Don't give it away. His voice is definitely in it. Okay. One thing I love about this film is the ending. Because the ending is... You, you're watching the movie you don't know you're like what is going to happen I have no idea what's going to happen does she have to die for the baby to live like you're watching it just, and there's, you don't know the rules very well and the way it ends is satisfying a lot of horror movies yeah. kind of like some, uh, and terribly this one what an ending what a ep- just, just like it's an epilogue that lasts and you're like oh my gosh that's awesome then the movie's over Everybody's like Candyman in there, oh, and they bring the legend. The, yes. like he, his 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 reputation does come back. It grows, and there's the the Cabrini, the new paintings, the new names. It's yeah. it's so good. It's so good. If you need a good horror movie to watch, it is. It like you said, they didn't botch the ending. It was great, especially when the husband's breaking down. <laughs> it's so good, dude. That's 30 years old! A lot of people miss this movie, though. Okay, you're right. Okay, The husband's breaking down. We'll, we'll spoil it. We'll spoil it. And he doesn't... He's not thinking about the rules. She's dead now. He's just f- sad. And what's, what I feel bad about is that he got that young 19-year-old, you know, that young body. But she's an immature brat. And seeing her pout about yeah. him is... I'm like, who'd want to be with that? She's all like huffy and throwing the food. Then I was like, that's not worth that. Especially because he's like a a super educated, smart, successful dude. And he had a wife who adored him, who was also on his level. Could talk to him. Yes. Beautiful. To go Rosie O'Donnell. Unless there's something else with something physical going on, it's gonna get old. And that's true, dude. You gotta be able to talk to the person. Mm-hmm. You gotta be able to The best part is when she's walking away. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are so stupid. They're guys. Okay, okay. 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 Our no prize for the for the week. When did Rosie Donald say the famous line? If there's not, not more than physical going on, it's gonna get old. Name the movie for the no prize this week. Booya! That's a good no prize. That's a good no prize. I should have gave him the actress. Well, why do you call it no prize? Because we don't give him a prize. We, we you there's you no we don't like, give you anything for winning. It's a no prize. <laughs> well, why would people even want to do it? Because if you're like I won nothing, <laughs> we are. Well, that's why we have to get more patreons, <laughs> so it can be the prize. <laughs> No prize? It's, it's a, literally nothing? It's no, Is that, was it an honorable mention on the show? Yes, it's an honorable mention on the show. How do not give you shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no prize. No prize. I, how long have we been doing this show? 122 episodes <laughs> in, I just realized that you, that's a no prize. <laughs> I thought you knew, too. No. I'm just a talent. I just show up. That's like, what's that movie? I thought you knew. What's that movie called? Um Famous, famous movie! Not sexless and videotape. Singles? No. At, at the end, the guy is really the girl's really a guy and he didn't know it the whole time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're talking about his brother dies, he comes and meets the brother's girlfriend and falls in love with her too. Oh. But it's not really a girl, and she's like and he's like Crying Game? Crying game! I thought you knew That's a classic a classic line at the end of the movie. Isn't that parodied on movies all the time, dude? People are jerks. <laughs> what was this, Lola? Is that the song? Lola, Yoda, no. yes, yeah, Lola. What's Lola's? I don't know what the song's about. That's what it's about. No, you mean um all the colored girls do 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 no no. It's Lola. Lola's a dude. The the Yoda pre- the yeah yeah yeah. That sounds really I think I got us do it again. Okay, anyways. Now speaking of Patreon, that's a good you brought, that's a good uh segway. segway. Good good uh. See? what? I'm just going to keep my mouth. Shut. Okay. I mean, when, we, when we when we, when we hit the table. You hear it in the I understand. Dude. I'm sorry guys. We keep hitting the table. We need a firmer This thing is like spook Sounds like we're in Africa. <laughs> we'll do it our way. <laughs> <laughs> With killer bees coming out your mouth. So Tony Todd, we are currently at ninety four dollars a month. We keep losing them. Well, we gained one and lost one the same week or same month. We're right there. We're so close to the hundo. If we if had, we would have had that hundo, we would have been doing both Candy Men. <laughs> I ain't doing that unless I get paid. You're so... Now that's a show. That's why we got the video, just in case you guys got that $100. Oh my gosh, dude. Um, Why did you ask if I had Disney Plus the other day, by the way? Because Red Rome's going to take care of it. We got it. It's going to be part of our package. I got you baby. Oh, okay. Like so you Merlin's. <laughs> okay. So In 6 more dollars when we get to $100, we'll start doing an extra episode every single month for a new movie. <sighs> <sighs> so Come on, umbrella. Okay, so I'm like a fancy mixed drink on a toilet. I got an umbrella. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> Okay. Purpose can be, like, mm. <laughs> I can't say nothing. Dude, there's gonna be, a, there's gonna be walking the batt. There'll be a, a wall of hangers with just umbrellas on the wall. Uh, BYOB, man. Bring <laughs> your BYOU. Bring your home umbrella. <laughs> oh, bring- <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so- <laughs> Chuck Diver's best best tool. is an umbrella for pickle park. <laughs> So, <laughs> if you want to support the podcast on Patreon, it's <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/RedrumDTray. Listen, if you're listening, give a dollar to the podcast, make it go. I personally give to like six podcasts that I love and listen to every week because it just makes my life, gives me laughs. I'm about to creepy pod has been killing it. No, oh they've been dropping the ball. Man, what I'm about to take that five dollars. And give it to the No Sleep Podcast, who always hits home runs, and give Creepy $1. Do it. They got to step up their game, bro. Man, you're blowing them up on video, yo. Your podcast sucks. Get better. (laughs) Part of it, though, is some of the people they have reading them. You got to get good readers, yo. Dude, I'm I'm talking monotone, like Like, like (laughs) pissed off women (laughs) that are like. I ain't going to get into it. <laughs> okay, don't get I ain't going to get into it. It. no more trouble. Than okay. Pickle part. If you want some of our uh, t-shirts, uh, we have t-shirt designs at Com. Go ahead go there. Or you can just give us a gift on PayPal. It's all there on the website at Com. Did we even finish our thought about what happens at the end when he's complaining in the bathroom? Okay, we'll finish the thought. <laughs> he's just crying her name. Like, hell it she... all. She... Fought Candyman in the fire to save the baby. And she saves it. And she burns. And she dies. And, and dies. And he brought the mistress to her funeral? Yes! Oof. No Who does that? No wonder she came back. So he's in the bathroom crying hell. hell. And, the, and hell. he's got his pouty chick being a bee. Spoiled brat. And when he says it five times... It she shows her. up. She, she's like the new Candyman. Yeah. And she's got his hook. Yeah. Taken out of his bloody stump. Dude, she's got it in her hand, dude. And she guts him, dude. And then the girl finds her. Finds him. Yeah. Finds him yeah. And she got the knife in her hand to repeat the whole process, dude. That's right. So I'm going to blame her for it. It's gr- it's great. It's That's amazing. I didn't think about that until just now. They got her, dude. It's great. She, she keeps revenge she on a mistress. She ain't tough like Helen, though. She ain't going to make it. No way. Now, for next month, it's November. We got a great movie battle royale for this you. This is going to be awesome. This is a great movie battle royale for all of you watching, for all of you listening. Here's the deal. Two great... We went on to choose a inner city... Awful school movie Yes So we're going We're going to go Dangerous Minds versus Freedom Writers. <laughs> Just that's, kidding That's the 90s That's the 2000s yo It's <laughs> the 90s Dangerous, Dangerous Minds is 2000 isn't it? Dangerous Minds is the Coolio song That's like 94 dude. No it's not Dangerous Minds with Michelle Pfeiffer Michelle Pfeiffer 2000 <laughs> She's still fine though So We're doing Lean on Me Versus the principal. The principal's names. Actors. Okay, it's basically Morgan Freeman versus Louis Gossett Jr. <laughs> what? Louis <laughs> Gossett Jr. isn't the principal. He's the he's the, he's the cool part. He's the, it's Belushi, dude. It's Belushi. You just put Louis Gossett Jr. Louis Gossett Jr. literally is playing the part of Tony Todd. <laughs> <laughs> and, and lean on me. <laughs> okay, it's blush, But say Belushi versus Freeman. That's not even a fight. Like, Belushi gets killed in that fight. He's done. <laughs> dude, Morgan Freeman. Crazy those, Joe. Those long legs. ka <coughs> Crazy Joe. going kill that fool. They call me Batman. <laughs> <laughs> that movie, dude, they're both great. He's like, and God spoke to me. <laughs> His ass cried out, my God. <laughs> 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 my God. And, dude. Okay, anyways, it's lean That's on a me. great it's student. Lean on Me versus the principal. The best part about the principal is when the Mexican car uh, class, the shop class, puts his bike back together. It's awesome, dude. And they put the uh, Spanish on a gas tank. Oh, man. So make your vote, and we'll get you out there. So, so- Louis Guts Jr., It's Belushi versus Freeman Man Okay Poor Belushi You can't listen to the show He's the He's like the Cabrini Green To the the (laughs) Skyrise Compared to his other brother You listen to the show on Apple Podcasts Spotify Podcasts Or Amazon Podcasts Let's show you leave a review Follow the show on Facebook At facebook.com We talk about the movies we're watching We we always tweet out our shows we're watching The movies we're watching Um, Watch Squid Game so we, now, to everyone out there, uh, it's, it's October, so the, at the end of the year, we have two more episodes. We have the November episode, the December episode, and then and our the special year-in-review. Year and we might even do the year-in-review, should have live-streamed. Or not. He's <laughs> like, don't miss my New Year's, baby. I'll do it, dude, but I'm not excited about that. Okay, we'll film it then, dude. We don't got to do it live. <laughs> Sorry, dude. We don't mean to cause trouble. <laughs> got a coax. Listen to that. Oh yeah. So everyone. You didn't even get the psst. I already opened it earlier. So this is our first time ever trying the video. We hope you like the video. You get to see what I see. <laughs> this this uh this uh this guy's face, which you laugh all the time, dude. You got some good faces, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about practice? <laughs> Man, that is like it's good you're going to hear it in the sound. It's going to be terrible. I know. Whatever. We're going to do it. Listen, whenever you hear the fart noise, that's me. I'm making it with my mouth. I'm not actually farting. We're on video. They know <laughs> fool. <laughs> the guys in the audio, though, they'll be like, And he farts a lot. Man, Tony burps, Ernie farts. <laughs> 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 all right. All right. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next month at the Red Rum Theater. Theater. <laughs> <laughs> We're out. Stupid! I hear you're looking for Candyman, bitch.